Welcome to the AECI Plant Health Podcast, where we have conversations that help you unlock nature's potential. Ons vind vandag meer uit oor die GHS klassificatie stelsel, dit is daar beter bekend as GHS. Nou, allemaal van ons is bekommerd oor ons omgeving en die skade wat verskye chemikalie en in landbouse geval onkruiddoders aan die omgeving rug en daar is gelukkig een stelsel in plek wat hoopelik hierdie sal beheer. Ons gesels met Gavin Smith, hy is technische adviseer by IECI Plant Health. Gavin, ja, goeiemorgen, dankie vir jou tyd vandag. Precies wat is GHS of die GHS klassificatie stelsel net in een neetedop? Ja, goeiemorgen, Lisa, en, en baie dankie vir die geleentheid uh, om hierdie, ek dink, baie breedwerpige onderwerp wat nou plaasvind in, in Zuid-Afrika. Um, en ek dink is belangrijk dat vir die luisteraars daar buiten net so vluchtig um, in inleiding te gee wat, wat het alles behels. So, uh, omdat ek nou nataal blij, ek gaan so'n bykie oorswaai na, na Engels toe, hierdie kant van die boerewoordsgedein, en die ouwens een bykie geleentheid gee om, om uh, een bykie in, in, in Engels te hoor. Jy is welkom, gaan voort. So yeah, in a nutshell, global GHS classification is, stands for the Global Harmonized System Classification. It's a fairly simplistic term and, and there's a lot more explanation that can be coupled to that. But really what it does, it comprises a, a global standardization platform or a policy whereby all participating countries have agreed to adhere to the manner in which all products, whether it be air fresheners, toothpastes, Marmite, even Mrs. Ball's chutney, highlight all the ingredients and ensure that all of these ingredients abide by the GHS uh, classification criteria. And this allows for the safe handling, transportation, manufacturing, and ultimately the consumption to the to the end user. Gavin, is daar net sekere lande wat deel is van hierdie klassificatiestelsel? There are currently about 70 countries that are involved in this a GHS classification system. It's continually expanding as countries are becoming more and more involved and engaged in the system. Um, and uh, within each country, they, they do actually have a choice to which classification criteria they abide by. But by adopting into the actual GHS system, a country's global reach is, is more accessible and therefore it negates any sort of need to continually adhere to the countries or policies um, where the products are actually being exported to. Gavin, maar watse bestanddele vormdeel van hierdie stelsel? Yeah, Liz, interesting question. Basically, every ingredient um, in a product comes under the spotlight. So whether terms that you're familiar with, with things like MSG and all the little E numbers that uh, one is familiar with on all product labels and things like that. So all of them actually that comprise um, the, the makeup of the product, whether it's the actual active ingredient or the actual inert substances that, that compose of that uh, finished product are deemed um, part of those ingredients. And obviously in our sector, this certainly applies to the agricultural sector that the agrochemicals, the fertilizers, animal feeds, veterinary products, and so forth. So briefly, each ingredient is then classified into its chemical composition and falls into three categories, namely whether it's carcinogenic, mutagenic, or, or reproductive. And it doesn't just necessarily mean it has to fall into either one of those categories. It could be that it falls into two or even three of those categories. Sure. Dit klink vir my na a complexe story in baie 
Jy het nou gesê, daar is 70 of wat lande wat deel is van hierdie klassificatiestelsel. Nou, ons het verskillende, as ek het kan noem, bestanddele, ons praat verskillende tale, ons lees verskillend. Hoe is dit geïmplementeer? Is daar enigszins eenvormigheid? Yes, uh, Lisa, and I think that uh, South Africa and, and a number of the associations and bodies that are currently in South Africa play a very important role in ensuring that South Africa stays relevant, stays current, and that our access to global markets uh, is sustained. So particularly in AECI, and for that matter, all manufacturers really in the country, particularly that pertains to the, the agricultural sector, are guided by, by CropLife, which is uh, headed by Dr. Gerard van Buren and his team. So they are basically the governing body in South Africa, which ensures that South Africa adheres to the GHS uh, classification. Um, they are, however, involved in so much more than just this aspect, um, and they are definitely there to ensure that South Africa remains inclusive of all global practices and standards. Um, so in short, how they ensure that is the use of pictograms is becoming a lot more prevalent, and that negates the need for different languages and minimizes the area on interpretation of what is currently on the, on, on the written labels. Gavin, ons wil nou met jou gesels oor die voordele. Nou, ek het genoem in my inleiding dat ons is maar bekommerd oor die omgeving en die skade wat chemikalie aan die omgeving doen, maar ek is seker as een paar ander voordele van hierdie stelsel. Wat is dit? Ja, absolutely, Lies, and I think with the current global focus on the environment um, and the need for testing of products uh, in a safe manner, whether it be on animals, trees, we all share the same planet. So manufacturers are becoming so much more attentive to what is required um, and as less impactful as what needs be. So besides just the, the animal testing, we're not having to reinvent the wheel to, to continue with all this laboratory testing that has been done in the past. That being one of the, the, the key aspects, but another quicker aspects, and I think that it's steers clear in our, our minds is to vaccines and that that have um, been developed through COVID as well, is the quicker access to markets for the manufacturers as they already have the recipes as to what they are, are permitted to use. So in that aspect, it's, it's, it's safe for the, for the environment. So we have to we negate less need for testing. And it also encourages the, the manufacturers to explore new and innovative alternatives to addressing current diseases and pests and problems that we currently face in the agricultural sector um, and gives us access to, to other countries' intellectual property and their innovative research. So basically, it, it streamlines and allows for a safer and more innovative products to become accessible to the end user and provide solutions in a much safer and more responsible manner. Kevin Smit, technische adviseer by IECI Plant Health, wat vandag met ons gesels het oor die GHS of GHS klassificatiestelsel. En as jy met IECI wil gesels, besoek gerus hulle webtuiste www.ieciph.com IPH staan vir Plant Health www.ieciph.com
another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.